Hey, Bill. Good morning, Ty. Seems like that I know you in so many different ways. You know, they say there's seven degrees uh, to get to know everybody, but I feel like I have like five single degrees to get to you. I just think that you know everybody. Well, I have got some white hair, Ty. <laughs> so you're in West Mansfield. You farm up there. Tell me what you do. We, uh, we're about 45, 50 miles northwest of Columbus. Uh, and we do predominantly, I'm, uh, actually, I'm helping my son-in-law, uh, Dave Cottle, now married my youngest daughter, and they're uh, assuming control of the farming operation, although I still here uh, try to help as much as I can. And uh, we're pr- primarily corn and beans. However, we do have a little bit of wheat. He's got a small black Angus beef herd, and uh, so we make a little bit of hay for that, but uh, pretty average farmer for our community. A couple of years ago on that Pro Farmer Midwest crop tour, I noticed that there was a new truck in the fleet as we traveled out west, and it had the same Wigwam logo on it. What's that all about? Oh, yeah, another one of my enterprises. They call it Wigwam Enterprises, a very little thing I've tried over the years. But one of those success stories was a uh, vinyl fence uh, sales and installation company I started in uh, about 1990. Uh, it's done... Uh, fairly well. My daughter came to work for me 15 years ago, daughter Jana. And uh, since then, she's assumed ownership and control of that, but it's a uh, a nice local vinyl fence uh, sales and installation company. And uh, over the time, we've had some other non-success stories, but uh, that in farming and uh, a little bit of trucking is our main enterprises now. Uh, during the time off, uh, when, when it was a little bit colder here and, and more winter-like, you were in Vietnam for quite a while. What took you out there? Well, I'm on the Ohio Soybean Checkoff Council, and that's where uh, uh, I spend a fair amount of time. But that, in turn, uh, put me in line for the Soy Aquaculture Alliance, which is a, a group of several soybean state checkoff councils along with private uh, industry that's an, interested in seafood production because we see that as the biggest potential increase in soybean usage, uh, soy soy uh, meal uh, for soy or aquaculture is um, probably we've maybe topped out a little bit on chickens and beef and pork and beef, but uh, the worldwide the aquaculture business is rapidly growing about 12 percent per year last i checked so we see that as a big uh, potential for more soybean protein meal usage and uh, along with that line our u.s soybean export council had planned a trip to vietnam to uh, look over our markets and and try to develop a better relationship with our customers over there vietnam believe it or not went from the 95th purchaser of our beans back in 1990 to where they're the eighth largest soybean purchaser of U.S. beans today. So they're a very big customer. They control a lot of the uh, shoreline along that uh, sea in there. So several of the countries inland have to have the soybeans downloaded in the Vietnamese port area to and they uh, have processing plants, uh, bean mill plants there uh, where they ship it on in, as well as they have a large 
pork, poultry, and aquaculture businesses right there in Vietnam. Very interesting country. We talk about aquaculture a little bit here in the U.S., but not nearly to the extent of where you were in Vietnam a couple of weeks ago. What did you see there? Because they, they have been in the business for a while, but are they starting to change things and, and maybe modernize the way aquaculture is done? And, and how is that a positive for soybean farmers? It's all about perception. They are making rapid changes, matter of fact. And uh, we've seen some of the old pictures of uh, some pretty dirty, in our perception, uh, places. Uh, however, the, you know, it is a, a developing country, and uh, there's a lot of different classes of, of people there. Uh, so not all of them live as well as we do. Uh, but at the same time, they're the poultry plant we went through, the aquaculture plants that we went through were stick and span, sanitary, clean. And uh, I was very impressed with uh, how they're doing that. They see a, a large advancement in volume in their aquaculture industry there and are developing what they call the in-pond raceway system where they can take a pond, say, of, of what we call catfish, they call them pick pegasius over there uh, but uh, they can put three times as many fish in a pond by circulating it through and adding oxygen and feed in one spot it's kind of hard to explain without seeing the pictures of it but that is going to increase their production levels by about three times what they're saying and and uh, over there they're wanting more there's no uh, uh, surplus it's it's a uh, worldwide matter of fact but even in the particularly Asian countries, fish or seafood is their more common um, meat protein versus here in the United States where we have more beef or pork or chicken. The U.S. is the second largest consumer of seafood, yet we import 85% of the seafood we consume. How much of, of this new job as chairman of SAA is going to be about growing aquaculture here in the U.S., Bill? Well, we'd like to grow it. Uh, a lot, like you said, 85%, and that's a fairly conservative figure. Some folks are saying 90% of our seafood is imported, and it's the second largest import deficit or export deficit next to petroleum. And, and a lot of people just, oh, hadn't thought about that. But uh, we have, United States has more shoreline available than any other one country in the world. However, we seem to be slowed down, held up by our regulatory process of getting permits, so forth. I was in a meeting where they said, you know, you got to get a, like 10 or 11 different permits from the local township to the county, to the state, to the national, to the Indian tribes, to EPA, to whatnot. And if any one of them um, wants to hold things up, it's uh, um, holding the whole process up. So that uh, currently is one of our bigger uh, hang-ups, uh, but we definitely do need or would like to have more production here because of the economic advantage and we can control the the seafood quality. And in the past, China has been uh, a big seafood consumption. Now they say that uh, they're uh, needing more to where we in the U.S. Uh, will need uh, to start producing some or maybe stimulating some other countries to make up for what China is going to be using over there. 
Bill Bayless just named the chairman of the Soy Aquaculture Alliance. He farms in West Mansfield, Ohio. SAA's board of directors comprised of members of the soy, aquaculture, and seafood industries. And always great to talk to you, Bill. I appreciate your time and have a safe planting season. Thank you, Ty. You too.